All right, everybody, welcome to the How to Husband podcast. I'm your host, Terry DeRyan. I got both of my co-hosts on the line with me tonight. I got my man, Jay. What's going on, bro? Not much. Looking forward to another great show lined up for us tonight. But want to quickly remind you, you can catch us on Grind City TV, Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And be sure to subscribe on YouTube, follow us on TikTok, as well as give us a like on Facebook, at Hold a Husband Podcast. All right, too. Uh, I got my other calls on the line with me. Got my man, SD. What's good, bro? What's going on, y'all? Hey, I just want to <laughs> give my condolences to my um, co-host, Jay Bravo's uh, <laughs> fantasy football team. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Then I want to give a shout out to Brother Soul Productions for keeping the background audio fresh all the time and remind you all to donate to the Hold a Husband podcast on Cash App and PayPal. Uh, I want to remind y'all, y'all can catch the audio playback of the the podcast every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on thecore94.com. Now, obviously, uh, we got a real interesting topic tonight. Uh, tonight's episode is titled Working with Bay, uh, and we're going to be talking about all the, the situations that can go down uh, based off of a work romance. Uh, but y'all know around here we like to discuss what we've been seeing on our trending topics and our timelines. And obviously, uh, our, our podcast episode is, is uh, uh, seasoned after what we've been seeing on the timeline this week. Now... <clears throat> If you, unless you've been under a rock, you know what I'm saying, or you live on in another country somewhere, we've all been made aware of the news of Nia Long getting cheated on by Boston Celtics head coach Ime Odoka. Uh, this this went a whole bunch of different ways, uh, but I think it's a teachable moment, right? Uh, let's start, let's start with the accountability. I haven't heard any guy that says that he should not be dealing with the pain or, or the repercussions that he's dealing with. Yep. Um, we feel like he, he made a mistake as a man, he should have to pay the cost. Um, <clears throat> but this is, is so many different layers um, based off the organization, based off the woman involved. So this this hit people where it hurts. What'd y'all think when y'all heard the news? Um, I, I Honestly, I wasn't surprised. He's a millionaire, man. He's yep. a millionaire, and he in the limelight. He in the NBA. He was an NBA. He's an NBA yep. coach. Um, so it wasn't surprising to me. Um, what surprised me more than anything is that they kept the woman's name a secret. Yeah. And we talk about accountability. And one hundred percent, this man here, he was wrong. He cheated on his lady. He he violated the team rules. And he has to pay the consequences of that. But he's True. not the only one that violated team rules. Exactly. She violated team rules also because she knew what she shouldn't have been doing. And she was married. He wasn't married. He had a girlfriend, <laughs> Nia Long. We know it. She was married and got caught by her husband on the ring camera. That's how, that's yeah. how this all got found out. <laughs> so, so she has just as much... Um, uh, 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 responsibility in this particular situation as he does and I don't like the fact that he is blasted out there and this woman isn't and it's left up to everybody else to speculate as to who this woman was because the woman that everybody posted the black woman that they was posted that wasn't even her wow yeah, okay. her, I, I, I posted a, a photo with her yeah. um, but you know it's it's so crazy right You there is the protection of the female uh, but, but what'd you think, Jay? I'll let you. I'm, I mean, you know, it's not uncommon that these things happen in the workplace, but kind of surprised, you know, he did it. But the crazy thing is he made more money. He made more money as a coach than he did as a player, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He really secured that bag. So it was like, when this leaked out, it was just like, wow. You know, I don't know if y'all heard Stephen A. Smith on first take when he went out with Malik Andrews and checked yeah. a couple of times about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and yeah, he I made mean, some valid points. Yeah, I mean, be, th- th- there are valid points. That, w- there's that's what what makes this story um, never ending, right? You have the history of racism with the Celtics organization, yeah, and then you awesome. have the historical context. Whenever a white woman gets caught cheating on her husband with a black man, they yeah. often 
cry rape. They often make it like it was they were taken advantage of or the situation was forced upon them. Um, so to to some degree, this this does look like a situation where the white woman's being protected uh, yep. and the man is being vilified. Um, even though it's very plausible that she may have been the initiator of the situation. If I could, if I could interject real quick, just. Just a quick, you know, thing on Boston. Like Boston's a pretty segregated town. I don't know if anyone's been there. It's it has, you know, an Italian side, Irish side, and a black side, and and it's really segregated like that. And Boston's had a history of racism. I mean, Bill Russell wrote about it in in his books there. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. In case people didn't know. Yeah, a lot of yeah. the baseball players too talk about yeah. um, how uh, racist, how they get called names and stuff out yeah, in Boston. But yeah, this yeah. year it, it just reeks of that to me, man. Yeah. Because like I said, this woman, this woman was married. She was in the organization, and um, the coach. Uh, and so was her husband, husband, from what I read. Like okay. she was married to an executive on the, t- uh, really? on the team. Really? Yeah, that's, that's what is, I read. What this is what I'm saying. So the executive of the team. Now his wife don't have no consequence of it. This dude gets ran through the mud. But but they're making it seem through the mud, like but see but there's a there's a big difference, and I want to differentiate between a man abusing his power where he's forcing a woman to have sex with him to to be able to keep her job or get a promotion, etc., and two people sneaky linking at work, like you know what I mean, like yeah, where when it's consensual, y'all just agreed to hook up. That's very different, and both people are should bear the same responsibility. That's yeah. not a an abuse of your power type situation. Exactly. You know, and one of the points Stephen A. was driving when he first had spoke about it, he said, you know, he sees this with NBA franchises all the time, all the time. where they're having relationships and they're not outing them. And this this comes back to the racial concept. This where you know his business put out on Front Street. And not uh, any of those other NBA coaches. Yeah, man, they have settlements. They have all kinds of shit that go on behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, though. Notice, he got the same punishment as the NBA owner, that the the white NBA owner, that was out here using the N-word. He got the same punishment as him. Like, they on the same level. Even though these dudes that's probably punishing him by suspending him, probably doing the same thing. Because right. a lot of these here men, they got these nice looking women. Millionaires, billionaires, bro. Yeah, the dancers, <laughs> the people in the front office, all of these here women around here, man, I, I can guarantee you this stuff happens on every single team out there. And people oh, know it. Bro, they no just I know the rug and don't I know y'all want y'all seen um winning time with the uh the, the Lakers show. Like, like, yeah, where they show Jerry Buss and how he was getting down. Uh yep. Man, it's on HBO. It's on HBO, yeah. man. You Good series. It's a, it's a, a uncut Lakers version of how Magic came yeah. to the league. So, yeah, it's, it's orgies. It's all kind of shit going down. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he was so, basically running the Playboy Magic over there. Really? But, wow. Yeah, but, but with celebrities, I mean, any this is where a situation where all the men are like you said they're all millionaires yeah. they all ride in form they can all pay for mistresses and things of that nature um so ladies even though nia long is his woman no woman is exempt uh from from being cheated on um and there's no set reason why it happens you know what i'm saying like this there's no um one thing that I did see uh, among women is they're like, it's Nia Long. So how could you cheat on Nia Long? Like, yeah, that's like a silly man. Right, I mean, right. she, now, she is 51 I, years old. She's someone that I've always had a crush on, but we don't, you don't know how pleasant it may be to date Nia Long or what he may yeah. have been dealing with to be with her. Like, yeah. to th- think you're, you're, you're dating someone that everybody adores. That right. has to have some type of impact on how she perceives herself. You know what I'm saying? Like, so this this could be a whole bunch of uh, things that led to this. Fellas, quick quick question now. Neil Long is 51 years old. I believe Neil Doak is what 43. If I'm 45, he's 45. Okay. You know, now I've heard one person say, "Well, she's 51. She's not the prize anymore." What What do you fellas think of that one? Man, listen. We all know that the older a woman gets, the lower her dating market value goes like it is yep. what it is she's mm-hmm. past her prime in her 50s 
it is what it is. Not that she ain't a good person and can't she's very be attractive. Yeah. Because oh, she no might doubt. she she might be a really good woman. We don't know. She might just be a prize because she's a good woman and she's got his kid and all those things. She might be a, a wifey material type of woman. So I don't want to say she's not the prize in that sense, but mm -hmm. in, in the sense of being in her prime as a woman, most men won't look at her as a prize. Um, because of her, you know what I'm saying, her age, her looks decline, whatever the case. In the 90s, she was a sex symbol. Today, she's that. a grandma. It's a little different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a little I don't different. I think she's a grandma. I mean, but I'm just saying yeah. she's old enough to be one. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, a, a woman in her 50s is not going to be as desired as a woman in her 20s or 30s would be. Um, but she. I think I don't think the typical um, desirability scale work is can be applied to celebrities. You know what I'm saying? Like or, or very rich or famous men. Like those those things kind of warp the dating market for a particular person uh, because there are so many people that want to be with them for the name, for the clout, for the lifestyle. Um, that it's it's hard to gauge. You know what I mean? But when you do have, he's rich and he's not as nearly as famous, uh, but he's he's a millionaire and he's well respected. Um, so, and he's uh, not a, a, a ugly, you know what I'm saying, fat out of shape dude. So, he'll always be able to get attractive women. Will he get another knee along if they were to break up? I yeah. seriously doubt it. Um, I mean, in looks wise, like he'll get another fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks wise. Oh, but no, he's probably going to get an actress or something like that, if that's what you mean. But you, if you're talking looks and beauty and maybe a good woman, of course. Of course, but an actor, an actress, I'm sorry, an actress, like on her level, that was a sex symbol yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't think it he, ain't that, he ain't going to go cry about it. He going to be all right. <laughs> he going to be all right. Like, all right, man. We we gonna uh, we gonna keep the ball rolling, man. We gonna get into that uh, this topic a little bit further uh, later on in the show. Uh, this next podcast, I think, is something. Uh, I mean, sorry, this next clip uh, that I wanted to show, man. Uh, this this reminded me of old school parenting. Uh, this is a video clip that I uh, I saw going viral or being discussed, where a, a guy, a dad, decided to remove his daughter's. Uh, door because she kept locking her door, uh, which was which is a cardinal sin in the black household. Let's take a look. I told my daughter to stop locking her door, so here's what I did. This literally happened to my wife before. You know what I mean? Like, so like this it. is a real thing uh, for some parents, um, especially as your daughter may get older in age and may be doing um, some things that, that parents are, are looking out for. The only issue I have is I hate when, this is a skit, or it appears to be a skit. Right. Uh, I hate when people record stuff like that and try to make it like it's a life moment. Um, mm -hmm. That's that takes away from it. But the, the concept itself, um, if I'm paying the bills and you my child, I better I, I'm not. I'll, I'll give you some warning to let you know I'm coming up there. But I bet not. You're not going to be the one giving me access or not. What y'all in my house? Um, you know what this is this is there's a couple things you can't do in a black household all right at least in the black household i grew up in you couldn't close and lock no doors you can't say what when you're called you cannot use your parents first name you cannot say the word stupid or lie those are things you cannot do in the black household or else there's going to be consequences and repercussions so i have no problem with a parent doing that when you talk to a kid 
and you and you let them know hey this is what it is and then they decide to go against that because you know as kids when we get up in age teenagers whatever the case we start feeling ourselves right so yeah. we want to try to test the boundaries okay i got a boundary for you give me this door now you can't close <laughs> and so i don't have a problem with it at all because it's a, it's one of those lessons that we all learned growing up in the 90s you know what i'm saying a lot of these kids nowadays have no concept of that type of stuff because they are allowed to do so many things now so in much. the household yeah. and, and the parent a lot of parents are disconnected from the kids mm. because of devices and things yep. so i ain't got no problem nope at all i mean this is more of your guys land since both of you guys are parents i'm i'm nobody's parent as of yet but i had no problem with him doing it i feel like as long as you ain't paying no bills there's no privacy in your parents house that's the way no. i would look at it but well i, I wouldn't say no privacy in the bathroom you know i'm not i'm not gonna invade yeah you're gonna have privacy right. in the bathroom as far as nakedness or whatnot um but at any given moment i sh i can come in your room and talk or bring, ask you whatever the hell i need to ask you whatever the case exactly. may be. Like, you know, i want to touch real quick on sd's point about you know today's parents i think the problem with you have with a lot of today's parents and i'm dare i say the ones that grow up in some of these single mother households a lot of them try to be their kids peers to be their kids friends as opposed to being their you know kids parents Facts. i think that's the problem that we really have here well that's that's more of a result i think i would say of the teenage parent generation yeah you know what i'm saying where that where they kind of had that problem because i don't have that issue i had my daughter when i was 30. you know what i'm saying like so i was uh, an adult adult um but you see it all the time you know what i'm saying like yeah. they want to dress alike they want to be and in a lot of cases they the woman looks younger than she actually is the yeah. daughter's dressing older than she actually is so you can see them on, online all the time where women will sexualize their teenage daughters and, and things of that nature um so yeah that, that's I, that's real common. i've seen i've seen mother and daughter go out to clubs and bars and stuff together i've seen it where it got to that point yeah, you know, hey, I mean, it happens, but you know what? Growing up, I didn't have a room. My father oh, really? reminded me. No, I had it was a room <laughs> I was in, but he okay. kindly reminded me that you don't pay no bills in here, so ain't nothing in here yours. That's my room. I'm letting you use it. That's use it. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't pay no bill, ain't nothing in here yours. Them my drawers you wear, them my pants you wear, <laughs> them my shoes you wear because I bought them. So don't you dare say that, hey, you can't come in my room or I'm going to let you come in my room. My father let you know real quick. He'll get in your face like, what room? What room? <laughs> you know, like like Debo. What room? And you be like, yeah, what room? <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny. You know, Esther, you said, you know, you don't call, you know in your parents' household, you don't call them by name. Man, no. Chris Rock said this, I believe, on Bigger and Black back in 99. He said, if, if your son calls his grandma mommy and calls his mom by his first name, he going to jail. Man, I still don't call my my parents by they by their first name. I still don't close no doors in a house when I go over there and visit. It's just it's a habit of things that I just don't do because you know out of respect for my parents and how my father and my mother run their household that's yep. just stuck in me. And so when I go to their house, I show them the respect in their home. You know what I'm saying? Even even though I'm not no kid no more. So, and that's really uh, what, what that's about like just yeah. just give me the respect that you going at all times be doing what you know you should be doing in the room you know what yeah. i'm saying like because the only reason a child needs to lock their door the, there's only really one reason why parents need to lock their door you know well two yeah. christmas gifts and sex them the only two times <laughs> i can think of where i i need to lock my bedroom door but, you know what i'm saying like so yeah that that's uh it happens you know what i'm saying yeah. so that's what it is yeah well i don't think their their uh parents these days are really gonna go that far you know what i mean like right. uh, but but you got a lot of clout chasers out there that make videos to go viral and things of that nature but uh, mm -hmm. uh I, I just wanted to see what y'all thought about that concept because like i said like i said when i was growing up it wasn't no such thing as locking the door man that was uh, even though I can say, as I once I became a teenager, my mom was 
I'll say much more lenient than most in regards to having girls in the house and whatnot. But that was only when she was not there. You know what I'm saying? Like I had a, a window between when I got out of school at one and five thirty when my mom had got home where I could do all my dirt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but you know what's great? When you get when you get your own thing and now you can kind of do things in reverse. Cause I remember one time, you know what I'm saying, when I had bought bought my first house. My father came over to my crib, man. He wanted to make him a sandwich, and it was down to the booty. <laughs> it, it was, and, and he made him a sign. It was down to the booty ends of the bread. You know the booty yeah. front and back, yep. and that was it. That was all that was in the bread. When I was a kid, we weren't allowed to throw that away in his house. Somebody had to eat it. Well, I got yeah. it, and I'm finna toss it in the trash. He said, "Hey, hey, man, don't throw that away. That's good bread." And I had to let him know, like, "Listen here, dude." <laughs> oh, this is my house. This is my house. All right. So right now, if you want to take these booty end pieces of bread home, you go ahead, or else I'm throwing them in the garbage because I paid for them. And he was like, "You right, you right, you right." So it's, it's it feels good when you can do that in respectfully now respectfully because you know he still can pull that belt off like pootie tang you know what i'm saying and, and you don't want that so man well, let me ask y'all that real quick yeah i'm assuming y'all both got whippings growing up what and what age did you stop getting whoopings man i was probably 14 13 or 14 because he was like man you get too big but what my father used to do was because me and my brother used to fight all the time my brother's a little older than me by like four years. And I used to always try to beat, I used to always try to test myself on him. He would beat me up, but I used to, my father was like, man, you crazy. Why you keep fighting him and you can't beat him? I'm like, cause I'm gonna get him one day, right? So my, my father would get, he would get tired of it, you know, cause we would put holes in walls and different things. So when we got so big, he would do things like make us mop the sidewalk or something in the summertime or something like that. Yeah, he would come up with something crazy that we had to do in the summer that way, you know, to stop us from fighting and stuff. So I stopped around 13 or 14, but I got plenty of them, man. Plenty. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I think that was around the age uh, where my mom stopped. Well, it wasn't my last hit wasn't a whooping. She actually slapped me. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? And, Ooh, that hurt. And, and, and I balled up my fist. You know what I'm saying? Like so. Really? That was yeah. a yeah, man. I was so it was in front of a room full of people, bro. Oh. So so I, I I didn't didn't like pull my arm back or nothing, but. I, I balled up my fist and I, I remember talking some sense into myself, you know what I'm saying? But that was the last yep. time that my mom hit me. Uh, I think she saw that. She saw my reaction, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he getting so. too big, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom never whooped us. It was always my dad. She'll say, hey, wait till your daddy get home. And then that put a whole lot of fear inside of you. Yeah. And my mom, the oh, the whole it, day. it wasn't. Yeah, it was never my mom. But she'll encourage it though. Like, yeah, get him, because he did uh, <laughs> So Jay, what about you, man? Yeah, I, 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 I can kept honestly I can count on one hand. It was, I probably then I would get either yanked up or pulled by the ears like that. But it wasn't yeah. really like get, you know, wasn't really too many times where I got the belt, but probably after maybe like 10, 11 years old. Really? But oh, man, you, you, you know what? You know, yeah. but you know what? I try to, you know what? I kind of learned. Hey, let let me. If I'm gonna do whatever I ain't supposed to be doing, try to be as squeezed as possible in doing it and not get caught. Man, yeah, crazy. man. Hey, but that, that builds character, time. man. It, it do. And 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 I remember one time when I was I was bigger. I was like 17, and um, my father hemmed me up one day. And at the time, I didn't realize he was only like you know 37 he was still young but i wasn't thinking about it like that i'm like he an old man when i was 17 <laughs> and um i used to you know the tv guys used to come in the newspapers back in the day the old yeah TV guys, i know i know what you're talking about yep. and i threw it because i was mad about something and i threw it man, <laughs> and hit the wall and before that before that tv guy hit the ground, he was so fast man he held me up on that wall and was like don't play with me in my house you don't throw nothing and i'm sitting there like yo where did power come from <laughs> hey man 
every every young man kind of tests his dad at some point and that was my one point where i tested him as a young man and i never did it again after that because i knew that you know what i'm saying he wasn't as old as i thought he was so yeah. hey man it happened use that use that old man straight on you <laughs> yeah at the time he was only 37 you know what i'm saying I estimate, now, man. Okay. Yeah. my best friend got two pieces by his dad trying to run yeah. up on him like that it happens <laughs> you. and you realize real quick that they are a lot stronger than what you think that's yeah because now that we in our 40s i'm like man this is you know like you said your perception of 40 as a teenager yeah. is you you mm -hmm. one step away from needing yep. a, a cane or a wheelchair or whatever hover around <laughs> right <laughs> I, oh i can't get up you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah yeah but it ain't like that man i still feel like i felt when i was 25. so i i mean you know it is what it is so i see how how he was quick and got up on me like that it is what it is all right, man. Look like we up against the clock, y'all. Uh, we about to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be getting into our topic of the night, uh, working with Bay and all the situations that can arise from workplace romances. Y'all are tuned into the Hold a Husband podcast. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, I'm relationship coach and Arthur Terry Duran, and I am pleased to announce that my book, It's Not That Complicated, is finally available as an audio book. So if you don't like to read or you just don't have time to read a paperback book, this audio book is perfect for you. You can listen to it while you're in your car, while you're at work, etc. In the book, I break down how husband material men think and operate in regards to sex, love, and relationships. And I provide real quality insight on how husband material men approach dating. The audio book is available on audible.com and on iTunes. All you have to do is go to one of the websites and search for my name, Terry Duran. Go download your copy today. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hoda Husband Podcast. Tonight, we are talking about working with Bay, uh, where you got a, a, a sneaky link or a romantic situation going on at work um, and all the kind of ramifications that can come from it. Uh, we've seen the bad. We all know, you know, it could be extremely bad. Uh, you can lose your job over it. Um, can there can be workplace violence, and we've even seen you know love triangles. A situation can be fatal, yeah. um, depending on who's involved or, or the scenario. Uh, so, a lot of people shy away from workplace romances just for that reason, just because of all the toxic situations that, or the toxic potential that that is there. Um, but there's a there's something about being around people that you're attracted to for such a long period of time um, that statistically you're more likely to end up dating somebody that you work with um, yeah. just because of the amount of time you spend. You spend more time around your coworkers yep. than your family. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, me, me personally, I have never dated somebody that I work with or slept with a chick or none of that. Like, and I've had them try. Don't get me wrong, man. <laughs> plenty of them, bro. And I've had women um come to my Instagram, you know, from work and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Nah, I don't deal with people I work with," and then block me afterwards. But you know what? <laughs> I have seen, I have seen, um, people get fired, and I have seen it go bad, man. You know, personally seen this on more than one occasion, and it's typically the man. I've never seen a woman get fired for it. Yeah. It's only been men that I have seen get fired for messing around with somebody at work. Uh, Udoka. So, you know, it's just <laughs> it's just one of those things that's a double standard that men, men got to deal with. Yep. So I personally don't even engage in it, man. Yeah, you look good, but I'm straight on you, sweetheart. Yep. What, um, what about I'm, you, Jay? I'm, I'm, I'm in line with SD there. I, you know, I've never dealt with a woman that I've worked with or slept with a woman that I've worked with. I always try to keep it, you know, keep arms like, and there's, there's definitely been opportunities. If I would have just really pressed on or tried to, you know, you know, I can see when a woman's trying to flirt on me and try to get on, I can, I can see those, but it's just, I never engaged in it, never cared because let's just say, okay, it goes good. And once things go south, then it's awkward when you go there every day. And I just never wanted that kind of feeling when I went into work. Yeah. Oh, well, y'all better than me, man. I've <laughs> smashed lots of coworkers, bro. Wow. I, I, when, when, I was in, when I was in college, bro, I worked at a call center. 
Oh, uh, and so so I was I was the nigga at the call center, dog. Like like they had a position where they was called oh, coach, yeah. where you, you get you get to walk around and assist people. You know what I'm saying? Having trouble. Mm-hmm. So, but you had to wear a tie. So I'm coming in there suited and booted. This is this is when I'm at my just physical prime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like fresh out the army, straight into college. Bro, between me and my, this is where my reputation and everything was was so, you know, solidified was at West Teleservices. Uh, so I was having orgies. I was, I linked up with the other dudes at work that was running through holes. My my roommate, we could always. So anytime I met a chick at work, I could always be like, bring your roommate or put her on my roommate. And bro, when I say. I mean, it, it's it's a bad habit. You're right. It can it can go south. That was very risque. You know what I'm saying? Like, but bro, it's so it's so hard when you're around that many attractive women every day, and they, you know, like you said, the cologne game, the, the, the looking fly, <laughs> looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. get so much practice. You know what I'm saying? And shooting your shot, bro. It, it just felt like like playing pickup games for an NBA player or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, listen, I, I did have a situation um, with a chick at work where I had to actually um, take steps to stay away from her and document, like really? save everything that she, how she was coming at me because um, she had asked to use my phone one day. So yeah. I let her use my phone because we were cool at work. I let her use my phone and she went through my pictures. This is why I don't keep this is why I don't keep meat pictures in my phone anymore. (laughs) Shorty went through my phone. She went in into my picture and looked at my phone and sent me a message like, yo, look, I need that. And I'm like, I got I said, look, I got a woman. And she was like, I don't care about your woman. I've been sleeping with a married dude for three years, so I don't care wow. about your woman. This is at work. Oh. And I she felt, was offered to be a sneaky lake. <laughs> yeah. And and I was I told, you know what I'm saying, a couple, a couple people at work know about this. And yeah. they told me, hey, save all of the um save everything, every email, yep. save everything that she's sending you because I was like, yeah, I kept telling her, yeah. no, I'm good. You know, I got a woman. I don't want to do that. I don't mess with people that I work with. And she's like, I don't care. And I just didn't know where it would go. So I just saved everything. And I still have it to this day. She don't even work there no more. She ain't worked there in like four or five years. But right. I still got that stuff because I want to show like it wasn't me. She went through my phone and talked and she like admitted all of this. But that was slick. I just that was slick. It. Yeah. No. I think she did it on purpose though, you know, to, to go try to go Time through sent. my phone. Oh yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. did. Got do low twist there. Yeah, you gotta guard yourself though, man. You really do, because I don't play with my money. That's one mm-hmm. thing I don't play with. You know, I don't have a problem getting women. You know what I mean? So Work so, is the last place that I want to get one because it, well, can, it have, can mess up my livelihood. Have yeah. you seen anybody that ended up getting together through through work? Because yeah. I've seen that a, a lot as well, where people end up, yeah. end up married, like like you see a couple, like yeah, we met, we work together. You know what I'm saying? Like you see that all the time because uh, one of the things that that I think makes that happen is your coworkers see you day in day out they see what you're going through they hear about your kid with the surgery they hear about your mom passing away like so you can have a lot of emotional bonds with people that you wouldn't normally be around you know what i'm saying like um and that's all it takes is one interaction or one connection to have a child or end up in a serious dating situation you know know, real quick you know be you know and i think you can attest to this you know being in the military you know We've seen people get together and probably, you know, still together to this oh, day. Yeah. You know, I was in back in, you know, mid to late 2000s. And, you know, I remember when they got, when they first got together while, while we was in there, I'm like, wow, they still together to this day, you know, 10, 15 years later. Yeah. You know yeah. what, man? I've seen some of the craziest, ridiculous situations at work where these here people work together, the husband yep. and the wife. And the wife sleeping with this dude over here, and the husband has no idea. Everybody, how, how does he not wait? How does he not know? And I'm like, what in the world, hey man? You know, sad to see, bro. 
people, <laughs> yeah, and and I've seen women get caught up in it or mm-hmm. worried about getting caught by their husbands. I've seen them go to the go to the, accuse the person that they were dealing with of stuff and get that person fired and get paid behind it. Wow! I, wow! I I have seen it more than once on the job, and I'm like, so they get a settlement from the job over there. Yep, yep. Because wow. most times they claim that, hey, I'm so distraught. It's so many people that know that this happened to me, so I can't work anymore, yeah. and the job don't want the type of problems. So they say, here, here goes six hundred thousand dollars. Just go ahead. Wow, you talking about money like that? That's a that's a hustle for real within itself, right there. It is a hustle if a if a woman want to do it, she can do it because most times, and this is the issue with it, and this is why guys just stay away from it. You, they not gonna believe you, bro. Nope. They not gonna believe you no matter what you say, whether it's true or not. If it ain't on camera, where she say, um, okay, he he pinched my butt, and they say, okay, where, and they got a camera there, and it don't show that, and you can actually defend that. You done. You are done because they can't have you there. That's why I guard myself at work. I don't get on the elevator with just me and a woman. I don't go work out with just wow. me and a woman. I don't. I take the stairs because I just want to guard myself and That's my smart. livelihood. I've, I've seen nonsense. Yeah. yeah, I've seen dudes get fired over flirting with a chick because yeah. it, their their reaction is largely dependent on if she's attracted to you or not. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so when you flirt and she like you back, it's all good. But man, that that that, that shit turns into yep. harassment, harassment so fast. Exactly, yeah. it can change. Yeah. Listen, office flirting is only acceptable if she likes you can, back. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, harassment. but but see, the the thing that that makes it so toxic is. In my situation, I, I was at a call center, so it was real high turnover. Chicks would work there for a month or two, couple months, and then be gone. Like, so it wasn't like your typical job where you got the same yeah. group of people for a long period of time. Uh, so that made it in and out. New chick, I'm smashing a new chick. Woo, woo, woo. You know what I mean? Like, it, it wasn't that many people that were around there for years. Um, but the, but in any situation where you meet a chick you go from strangers to having sex and then y'all fall out or she cuts you off or you cut her off yeah there's usually bad blood there you know what i'm saying like yep. that's where rumors come up you know what i'm saying reputation like now I, I did have some negative consequences you know what i'm saying in that regard people telling lies on you and things of that nature and you it's it's shocking the first time a woman lie about having sex with you you're like man i ain't smashing you know what i'm saying you'd be like <laughs> Well, I, didn't, I thought only dudes did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. uh, you they will see some, way. yeah, you will see some unusual situations. Um, but, to, but to me, I, I felt like I used it more as like a a playground. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I felt like I yeah. was honing my, honing my skills yeah. as far as skill. getting women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> but you, hey man, having, 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 having dick discipline is so important and you don't realize it until you get a little older man and get in certain situations because like i said before it could take your livelihood away look at you made Idoka. he's making three million dollars a year and now he can't touch that and he probably won't get it again he probably will never coach again in the nba and make three million dollars a year all because he didn't have no dick discipline and couldn't what, control himself well, think, and tell this woman no. Well, I think here's the thing, you know, the reason why he won't resign because, you know, if he resigns, they, they won't pay him the money on his contract. If he gets fired, they yeah. have to honor out the rest of his contract and pay him whatever's left on his contract. Yeah, I wouldn't resign. Oh, hell well, no. I wouldn't either. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that they said that they found out about their situation a couple of months back and warned him to stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's yeah. where you, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be able to make smarter decisions. Uh, and like yeah. you said, the, the, the dick discipline thing, like, yeah. your life is so much more stress-free when you're not cheating or you ain't got nothing that, no yeah. scandal that can come out. Like, yeah. one of the things, like, being in, in my position, you know, being a relationship coach and having a platform and, you know, being on social media and all that, that makes it easier for me to do right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm not yep. trying to have to explain this to my daughter or my mom yep. or my wife why why I'm in some thoughts, you know DMs. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to 
You don't want to end up and like then, the homie Derek Jackson. <laughs> right, oh, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but I always say, you know, I've been saying for years, we live in a screenshot generation. Well, it's yep. extended even further. The ring cameras where they motion detector, sound, and video, you don't know where, you, you could be activating the, the camera across the street. You know what I'm saying? So a sneaky link ain't as, you know what I'm saying, as... Uh, inconspicuous as you may think it may be. Right. And now yeah. with tracking devices, with locating phones, man, it's a dangerous game to be to be out in the streets these days. Just stay like single, that. man. Just stay single and, and do what you want to do. Don't bring nobody else into your mess or be honest about it. Like, yo, this here's what I do. I like yeah. multiple people, whatever the case is, and live your life like that. Like, it's right. easy. If somebody want to deal with you, they'll deal with you anyway. That's what I. That's what I. The way I see it, fellas. Really quick, I'm. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you guys have seen this in your workplaces, right? And I've seen it as well. You know, either a husband leaves his wife to be with that woman, and vice versa. Like somebody leaves they sniff uh, with that person at the job. I'm sure it tells you. I've seen this plenty of times. That creates so much negative energy, yeah. bro. Because you got the, you got the friends of the, of, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. it almost puts you in a position where you got to pick sides. You either cool with it or you, you know what I'm saying, or you not. But yeah, man, because in a, in a lot of workplaces, it feels like family. You're seeing the same yeah. faces, you're seeing the seasons, yeah. you're seeing their kids grow up, you're seeing their pictures on their desk and all that type of stuff. Um, so yeah, man, there, there are lots of different things come up, like the chick that's cheating on her husband ends up pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The people that know. know about it, or his his roommate that he told, or his best friend that he that knows that they sleeping together, yeah, man, it, it, it gets serious. You know what I'm saying? But you, like, but you know what's worse? That in a lot of states is that if your wife get pregnant while y'all still married, and she pregnant by somebody else, you are financially responsible for man. that child. Wow. As the husband, That's crazy. you are That's automatically considered That's the daddy. It's That's many dudes paying child support for kids that ain't theirs because they wives. Let's say it's like forty percent or something like that. Like it's, it's, a, it's a wow. crazy percentage of That's, men. Don't let That's these insane. women fool you. They, they don't let these women fool you to think that men are the only ones out here cheating, man. Because that's a nah. lie. That's and, a bold faced lie. And somewhere I see this a lot. You know, Terry, you can test this on, especially on deployments. You know person going Ooh. married they leave their wife or someone leave their husband to somebody they met while on deployment <laughs> yeah man it, 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 i mean long distance relationships put a, a additional strain on a relationship you know what i mean like so in yep. situations like that where you got a, a husband that's working overseas or somebody in the military is more often than not there's going to be infidelity either overseas or to the spouse that stayed back um so it is what it is um but one of the things that that you you mentioned earlier sd about the discipline um is resisting the excitement that comes with being a sneaky link like like one of the things that i i I really loved like smashing the new big booty chick where everybody else is is all on her job you know what i'm saying like you've seen everybody all in her face but you know you you're the one that she's she's actually gone link up with after work like stuff like that would, would kind of feed my ego um to be the yeah you know what I'm saying like it, it, it's you're measuring yourself among the best competition because the bad chick at, at the workplace bro is man it is it's vital to success in a lot of cases because yep. uh, bro women y'all might not understand this but we really, really appreciate you getting jazzy, you wearing your cute outfit, you wearing your heels, you wearing, you know what I'm saying? Like the stuff that women do that make guys excited to go to work, <laughs> you know, kudos to y'all. Man, yeah. man yeah. SD, man, you know, I didn't talk about dick discipline. Have you ever had a time at work where you like, damn, you thought twice, maybe I should do it. Maybe, I, I did. Maybe I okay. <laughs> I did, man. I had um back in like oh oh six or something like that, man. And um, yeah. this young lady, we were we were working together, man. And she offered to give me some sloppy top at work. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I thought it was a setup because I was brand new. 
and I thought it was a setup and I thought like, man, what if they got cameras around here? You know what I'm saying? And I, I turned it down and I I left up out of there, man. And um, it was just one of them things. And I was young. I was still a hoe at the time. That's what was crazy. <laughs> right. like, don't that think, paranoia, hey, hey, that, hey, that listen, paper, bro. Listen, man, I had the first button undone on the, on the jeans. Like, <laughs> oh, man, hold on a minute. And I, I just couldn't do it. And I'm like, man, you know what? Let me go. So, yeah, there have been times where I definitely thought about it, but you know, I use my better judgment being at work. Oh, it overrides it, it overrides hormones. I wanted okay. to ask y'all so so what are y'all thoughts on this uh this work husband, work wife type situation where they might not be fucking, but they they overly buddy buddy and overly affectionate at work. Don't let me find out about it. You ain't gonna be my woman no more. This what you're doing at work. You got a you got a dude who you flirting and all up lovey dovey with? No, man. Because if because most of these here, a, a lot of women out here don't even like you liking a picture on Instagram. And you got a dude <laughs> at work you talk about as your work husband. Man, if you don't get out of here, you ain't gonna have no real husband. If this is the case, that's for sure. So I ain't with none of that, plan or not. Yeah, I'm not with work husband because I feel like eventually that's going to lead i feel like eventually that'll lead to something because clearly if you're calling somebody a work wife or a work husband the tension is clearly there there's clearly yeah. attraction there yeah 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 you're right because it's, it's definitely not going to be with some <laughs> i'll be offended you like <laughs> like certain people uh they they call you they work this like no i'm not you know exactly like oh this oh uh, you you could yeah. be you could be my work husband but we ain't gonna do that like nah i'm good on that no nah, man, I don't yeah, I mean, these names, man. No, nah, I mean, um, what I what I've learned from my situations like that is, uh, you learn the true nature of the women. You know what I'm saying? Like because mm -hmm. the, the percentage of women that cheat, that are down yep. to 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 face ride in the office or give head at work, like you'd be surprised how many women are turned on by these type of things, mm -hmm. uh, and getting the skill set to where you can spark the conversations where women reveal these type of things, those are the things that put a guy in a position to have success. Uh, so that, that, that's kind of what I said earlier, what I, I would be testing myself. I'll be trying to see how fast I could get the women to express their sexual interests or their thoughts or what they turned on or, or whatever the case may be. Um, and then it just got to a point where like my reputation uh, even if I wasn't trying to smash a chick, she already had heard about me, and so it, it, it like, yeah, okay, well, at least she she's gonna let me fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you, rep, so reputation to get you places. So it's, uh, when, yeah, when you, yeah, yeah. So you when you was at the call center, you you got to a point where you had the women shooting their shots at you. Uh, women don't necessarily shoot their shot. They they give shoes and signals. Yeah, but they they'll they'll say explicit stuff. They'll say flirtatious stuff. Um, and if you you can tell when a woman is physically attracted to you just by her body language. Yep. Uh, and so I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm a, I was a hoe, so I'm pushing the envelope. I'm, I'm saying little slick shit, man. You look good enough to eat. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, you know what I'm saying? You just say little, little shit man. like. Yo, T, how did you respond? I remember you said you was at a job and they said you gave whole vibes or something like that. Dad, how did you respond to that? Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a job where. Um, we was in a classroom uh, and we were we were out of town so we were staying in the hotel we were all in the hotel so it was some risky business going on uh but but i was i didn't know none of the people there right i wasn't one of the people that had just got promoted in the company or whatever so i was a external hire and so the first week went by where we i didn't really get to interact with nobody or nothing you know so we studying in the hotels and doing stuff like this but when we finally get to go link up and go turn up, I go out with the black people. We go to the club and all that. Yeah. And then after the club, we go to Waffle House. So we sitting in Waffle House. I finally get to the, the, the three of most attractive chicks in the room. I'm finally sitting with them. So I'm like, bet, this is what's up. Um, and so that was like, man, we already decided none of us are going to fuck you. So, I, so I'm like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, co-worker vibe like we ain't never had a conversation that's the first thing y'all said to me uh and so i was just kind of shocked by it but they were like yeah man you got you got whole body language we can tell you a whole 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I, I didn't know whether to be offended, you know what I'm saying, or proud, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, so so it was just, it, I had never had that situation happen to me where three women had discussed whether or not they was going to fuck me or not before we ever met. Um, so yeah, that, that was, like I said, it wasn't, they didn't have, it wasn't too many guys in the room for them to choose from. So, hey when, man, when you, when you a hoe, you'll take some some default box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's by, it's by default. Yeah, you'll take especially if they find. Yeah, I'm the only one here. What y'all gonna yep. do? Yeah, man. Yes, man. Take what you can get. Yeah, uh, man. Workplace. You gotta be careful, y'all. Um, often, more often than not, it's not worth it uh, because it it the 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 odds of it developing into a serious relationship or a marriage is is small, but I've seen it. I've seen it happen. It I, I've, man, I, you see the most unorthodox link-ups at work. Yeah. You got four kids, he got six kids, and y'all Brady bunching it. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, what the hell are y'all doing? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I would say um, at work, you have a better chance of getting to know who a person really is um so i think it can it can ease the dating for some other people because you don't have to learn in a in a couple of short instances you get to see this person among hundreds and thousands of hours of time how they treat others how people respond to them um and it it can give you a better gauge of of what to expect uh look like we up against the clock y'all uh we about to be getting up out of here uh before we go i want to uh give a shout out to my man brother soul productions keeping us laced with our background audio definitely appreciate it uh and i want to remind y'all to continue supporting the podcast uh continue with uh through our cash app and our paypal with the donations uh and continue with the support by continuing to download the uh the episodes uh jay sd man i appreciate y'all linking up with me so we can get another episode knocked out uh i'm looking Let's, uh, it's been another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.